I'm Darren Steele, and this is the Think Queerly podcast. Now, in my work as a coach and the information that I share through my articles and my podcast, my purpose is helping human-hearted creatives to cultivate more acceptance and connection and peace of mind so that they can experience more freedom and impact and joy in life. That's what I do for myself. And as I continue to study and learn new ways of practicing this, I'm also concurrently sharing this with you so you can experience the very best of your life and live in the most compassionate, connecting, and human-hearted way possible. Now today I want to share some thoughts in a very short podcast from a recent verse, uh, or rather from the notes that I'm rereading of all my contemplation of the Tao Te Ching. And this is verse 71, a translation by Derek Lin. And I'll read this very short verse first and then get into my thoughts. Here we go. To know that you do not know is highest. To know but think you know is flawed. Only when one recognizes the fault as a fault can one be without fault. The sages are without fault because they recognize the fault as a fault. That is why they are without fault. You might be scratching your head, and that's okay. Over the last six months, as I've been contemplating, researching, about seven or eight translations, as well as various commentary and reading into some philosophical um, explanations and discussions of not so much Taoism, but more the wisdom from the Tao Te Ching specifically. I've used that information to build up my understanding of how we can take the meaning the philosophy, the message from the Tao Te Ching. And translations of something that is now 26, 2700 years old can be very difficult. So here's what I take from this verse as a very modern interpretation of where, where we find ourselves now in the 21st century. With all the contention and everything that is going on in the world, how can we look at the challenge of knowing and knowledge and, and believing what we know is right or correct or, or final or definitive? So in a sense, I've kind of rewritten this verse, not so much as a translation, but as an interpretation, a way of sharing the content, the message that I'm taking from this. So here it is. Know that you do not know. Know that you do not know. What you believe you know can always be questioned. What you are certain you know might be a mistake or a fault of logic. And someone comes along and explains it to you in a particular way. And you contemplate and consider for a moment and realize, ah, that was faulty logic. I'm seeing what I thought I knew in a different light. 
So even what you think you know may be challenged with new information, a clearer perspective, a better understanding. Suddenly, science has a new way of explaining something. Suddenly, a philosopher comes along and explains something that we didn't understand before. Suddenly, neuroscience really shows us how the brain works and why we do things that seemingly seem like conscious choice, but are at another level perceived as unconscious. So knowing that you are right is arrogance. Knowing that you are right is arrogance, because how can you know? How can you know for certain that what you know is true? Thinking that you know what you know with absolute certainty is based in the egotistical fear of being wrong, of being perceived as not smart enough, or perhaps even unwilling to change or challenge your own thinking, which limits your intellectual capacity to grow, evolve, and transform. But when you know that you do not know, when you know that you do not know, and when you know that you are ignorant, you accept with humility the clarity that comes from detachment. When you know that you are ignorant, sounds like a paradox, but it's not. Knowing that you are ignorant simply means that you know that you do not know. You know that there's an infinite amount of information in science, in literature, in how we understand the ecology of the planet and the universe itself, and that our capacity to grasp all of that is impossible. So how can we know everything? We cannot. And that is the clarity that comes from accepting that we are all ignorant to a very large degree. And when we can detach from the ego to believe we must know with certainty, we can be free. We can liberate ourselves to accept things as they are. Holding on to an idea or a way of thinking because it is what you have always done does not make that idea or that belief right or valid. Holding on to an idea or a way of thinking just because it's what you were taught by your parents or your church or society does not make that belief right or valid. Being attached to an idea because it's something you were taught to believe displays a blindness for never having asked why you hold that belief to be true. Ask yourself, what do I believe about freedom and where did I learn this belief? What do I believe about love and where did I learn this belief? What do I believe 
about my career and work or creativity or family or relationships or sex? And where did I learn these beliefs? And have I ever sat down and challenged myself to write out why I believe what I believe? And how does that serve me? Or how does that maybe harm me? So being attached to an idea or a belief because it's something you were taught to believe, and we learn most of our beliefs very early on as children, displays a blindness for having never asked why you hold that belief to be true. And when you recognize and accept that knowledge is based in asking questions, knowledge is based in asking questions which create very fluid, always changing viewpoints, then you allow for the self-awareness of ignorance, of your own ignorance, and you therefore do not assume that you are correct. You may know what you know to a certain extent and work with that, proceeding with the awareness that you may learn something new that further substantiates or questions what you believe. And with humility, you can look at these challenges and take some time to contemplate what that means and then make a decision about how you wish to proceed. And that's very different than being arrogant in the steadfast belief that what you know is true without question. And when you act with this kind of humility and this recognition and this personal responsibility for the self-awareness of ignorance, not assuming that you are correct, if you are the cause of a problem or at fault for your way of thinking in any situation in your life, when you know that you do not know, you therefore have the integrity to self-correct and rectify the situation. And this is why knowledge is not power. Not knowing is true knowledge. Knowing that you do not know, knowing your own ignorance, is power and freedom. What did you think about today's episode? Not, oh, I like that. That was great. I mean, what did you think? What thoughts went through your mind? What did I say that challenged your way of thinking? I would offer you a very simple practice today. to perhaps make a very short list, five or six items. The beliefs that you have held true for most of your life. Like, What do you believe around freedom? What do you believe around uh, your career? What do you believe around a higher power, for example? What do you believe 
about love, things that are really meaningful in your life. And then ask yourself, and and write this out, take the time, pen and paper to journal. Where did I learn this belief? And why? Why do I believe this today? How is what I believe serving me? So, for example, recently I was doing an exercise around beliefs and what I know about money. In coaching, often it's something that comes up. Oh, I want to make more money. I want to earn a greater percentage in the next quarter. I want to ink money, 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 money. But we have a lot of limiting beliefs around money. A very classic example. Money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil, which is a false statement and is actually the love of money is the root of evil is where that actually comes from. But I digress at this point. But what do you believe about money? Because if you're struggling to make more money in your life, to create more income, just as an example, what you believe about money, and if you've never questioned your beliefs about money, could be holding you back. I don't want to put ideas into your head. But if you think that money is hard to come by, and every time you're doing something in life that might potentiate getting a raise or creating a product or a new app or whatever, and you're always thinking something negative about money, that could influence how you think, which is the fault of your thinking, which is the lack of awareness of what you do not know. And what most of us do not know is why we believe what we believe. So I would invite you to take some time to to give some thought to and to write out your ideas about beliefs. And as always, if you have a question or if you want to delve deeper into this subject area or to explore the many ways in which you can experience more freedom and impact and joy in life, then just head over to my website so that you can contact me and I would love to hear from you.